oh my god that's your esophagus mm-hmm. <gasps> it's so smooth oh my gosh what do okay Whoa. which one are you looking at now the first one but then the duodenal bulb a duodenal whatever And then my microphone will probably be all staticky because I'll you be just like jump on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. It'd be like boom. Get my boom, brain going. Boom. Do you feel like you your brain functions better when you're moving or when you're standing still? Like if you're sitting at a desk. I mean, I never stand. I'm never still. I'm mm-hmm. always moving. Like mm-hmm. my legs always bouncing. I don't mean to diagnose you. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I don't I, mean to diagnose you, but I'm going did to. This on a pod- I literally talked about this on my previous podcast with dr brennan nuremberg and i was like social media has gotten so bad to where people are fed all this bullshit you do this that means you have adhd you do this that means you're bipolar you have this that means you are gluten intolerant totally different thing but i don't mean self-diagnose you but we have a lot of similar characteristics (laughs) (laughs) and since i have adhd i'm like yeah. Have you ever been uh, assessed for it? No. You haven't? No. Did you hey, feel like... ignorance is bliss. I agree. <laughs> 100%. I just feel like my anxiety meds weren't helping me a lot with anxiety. And I realized it's probably because, like, my brain areas that need upregulation versus downregulation aren't getting treated, right? Yeah. I don't know. As like my ins- leg is like actively exactly, bouncing. Because I have to like move all the time. I have this like internal itch. You know? <laughs> Do, are you messy? Yes. Me too. I'm quite messy. I didn't know that. I always yeah. thought you had your shit together. Like we no, were. you don't even want to see my room. Really? You also don't want to see my office in its current state. It is- your office was so clean no. all the time. Oh my God. There are post-it notes everywhere. That's like, nothing. I've had to organize them into piles of post-it notes, which defeat That's the purpose low of grade post-it messy, notes. Though, because oh, but there's girl, there's messes everywhere else, and okay, not just post-it notes. My office would have like my curling iron in it and on. Okay, but not everyone can be stuff. That's <laughs> true. I literally won. I will never forget you coming in and being like, "Can I curl your hair?" Wait, did I do that? Yeah. Um, oh or maybe God, it was no. like we were gonna do something after work, and you're like can I curl your hair? And I was like, you, you have a curling iron at work. Yep. Yeah. I, I won. You messiest, whip it out. <laughs> yeah. I have everything on deck. I won messiest locker in high school and I had a curling iron in my locker. I had a box of empty, uh, what are those things? Pop tarts in my locker. I had like five different shirts. It was what just, did you need that many shirts for? In I don't school? know. I think I like, just, were you worried you were going to probably, or I spill like, on I was one? like, yes, lose yes, it. <laughs> because I spill on, do you spill a lot? Yeah. Because I'm always tweaking. Like I'm like twitching and moving and I'm just, I'm clumsy. All you're doing is self-diagnosing me right now. I just wonder Carly, That's I don't self-diagnose you, but we're so similar and you know, our fidgeting <laughs> and our, I mean at work, like I couldn't sit still. At, I know. At, at a desk job, I'm like up, down, up, down, or like I have to be moving or I sit literally on top of my chair. Yeah. Or I put like a knee on my desk. Like you mean in the squatting position on top of your chair? Yes. Oh my God, I do that. You do that too? Yes. And then I, I cannot sit 
like a normal human being. Me either. In a spot for too long. Even like, in a car. My knees got to go up. Me too. In or I got to be you like. put your foot up? Yeah. I don't know if that's legal, but I. I, I mean, like that. while you're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I put my leg, like my foot on my seat. I don't yeah, like put it up on the, the <laughs> like side through the my window. window. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that could be considered illegal, but who knows? I Yeah. I, I feel like even standing positions, I remember in my office, people would walk by and I'd have my beats on. Oh and God, even the beats, standing, the I can't beats. just stand. I have to be, I would be dancing. I would be, one leg would be up on the desk, one leg down. I just can't be in a normal position. I will never forget the days of you, like me just walking past you and you dancing in front of your desk. To, no shame. To the most disgusting trap music. Oh, absolutely. The planet could ever know. You, you were very specific about the yeah. music. I was. Yeah. I, and like, I would have people walk by that just look like these nice moms that go to church every Sunday and the things <laughs> that was getting blown into my ear holes on a daily basis. And I'm just watching them walk by and they give me the sincere smile. They probably think I'm listening to like beautiful Christian music. And sometimes I do listen to Christian music, but I, I listen to a lot of like profane, disgusting rap music. At that point, I did. Yeah. I was in a really weird phase in in my work when I was working at uh, at that company that we (laughs) both work at. I felt like that was my most impulsive, liberating time. And I've always been impulsive. Are you impulsive? Not as impulsive as you. But are you impulsive (laughs) at all? I I would say maybe with purchases. I'm impulsive in that way. Really? I feel like you're so responsible, Carly. You're like the type of girl that like on her calendar has when every bill is due. Actually, that's I, probably just a normal No, person. I literally like my credit card bills due tomorrow and I had to put a reminder on my calendar so I'd pay it tonight. <laughs> Why don't you? See, I just do auto pay. I don't even I'm know stupid. what's due. I don't, I don't know how much I owe. I just. Then how do you know you have enough in your checking account? Because I just am really intuitive. <laughs> you like, just like feel. This month. You're like, I have $222.57 right now. No, it's really bad. But it's true. I, I mean, like, I've granted I've never gone over and I've never missed a payment. But I just. You're just leaving it to God. I do. I never Jesus take my take bank the account. wheel. I literally do. <laughs> I don't want to know. It causes me too much stress. And the funny thing is. If I actually knew what was going on in my finances, I would probably be less stressed in my life. You know, I don't mean to self-diagnose you. But I'm avoidant. What am I? <laughs> Anxious. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, I know that. but I'm like, Carly, is this news? I thought I was like expecting this novel idea. Munchausen's by proxy. Munchausen. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like this. I don't even know how to explain it well. So it's like I've read so many books about where like the main character is it but it's you typically see it with like mothers where Mm. they make their children sick because they get the attention oh yeah oh wait i've heard of this i didn't know that was munchausen so wait they make their children the the by proxy is making their children sick what is a by proxy well no that's the part of it that like means like munchausen's by proxy means like the children i think i don't know wait so so is the whole goal that she needs someone to depend on her i feel like it's something like that i've heard of people like wanting to be sick all the time so that they get attention relatable 
<laughs> yes because just growing kidding. up i was super neglected. no i'm kidding but i wonder is it just so that she's needed and depended on yeah i think like she wants to mother like she wants vul- someone to be so vulnerable that and, they like, need her su- yeah i don't know that's super interesting well that's like the book i just read sharp objects oh they call it out that, but like I'm, I'm not gonna spoil the book. But wait, they spoil? Thought, we no, have I'm to not. Watch that after this. I'm not spoiling the book though. Like I, I thought you were reading Silent Patient. Spi- Silent Patient is long gone. I'm really? already done with that. That was, it, was that super good? good. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. It was really? so good. Yeah. I should read that. Yes, I I love a good plot twist. But I like murder. Is there murder in it? I mean, I don't like I mean, murder, first, but I like the murder first line mysteries. of the book is like, oh god, I can't remember her name, but it was like this lady killed her husband that's the first line of the book but is it about murder it's about this psychotherapist who's trying to work with her and make her talk because she hasn't talked since her oh. husband was oh killed. so she killed her husband yeah and so that's how the, that's oh, how the, that's cool that's like getting inside the brain the first line of the that's cool but there's like the biggest plot twist and they're like so good really like it was a plot twist that made me stop and i was like wait what and i had to go back up and read the beginning of the page again and i was still like wait what really yeah oh my gosh so good okay so that's been on my list i'm gonna have to read that yeah put it up in the list okay munchausen spy proxy do you read a lot of psychology books i like to read so i i I ventured back into reading books from listening to true crime Mm. And then realizing what I liked about true crime was the story aspect. And then I felt morbid about myself. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like, if I listen to books, then it's not real. It's fiction. And then I don't feel as morbid. (laughs) You're like, I don't feel as bad about the fact that I'm entertained by real people getting murdered. Yeah. I No, I, I think this is a really great discussion to have because... Most girls are really into true crime and guys pointed out to me. They're like, why do all girls love murder, murder mysteries, serial killers? I don't know what it is. I feel the same way. I like I was listening to this podcast. Have you heard of Albert Fish, the serial killer? I don't think so. He's disgusting. Like child I mean, his last torture. name's Fish. So and what his do you name's expect? Albert and, you know, I have a problem <laughs> with that. But you have a problem uh, with that name. Anyway, so I... I wondered the same thing. And and lately, like since my hormones are out of whack, I can't stomach a lot. So I'm more sensitive to it. And I start listening and I'm like, Ugh. but but I I empathize with you because I'm like, why do I enjoy listening to things about serial killers? Like, why are they so fascinating to me? I mean, I feel like it's a good thing. It's this, I feel like it's a good thing for women to listen to because I feel like it's a good way to be like, more hyper aware yeah of like your surroundings even and though that sounds people yeah that's sad and it's sad that women have to feel that way but i feel like it's, it keeps you alive yeah like crime junkie rules of life you listen to that yes oh my absolutely. gosh me too yeah but i hate when they do like infamous mysterious death like i always look for the ones that are murdered it's <laughs> <laughs> so bad i don't know why i'm so fascinated by it yeah and I also, this is like a really, I can't believe how vulnerable I'm being right now about this because this is disturbing. I am more interested in in the true crime podcast episodes or like the shows where a woman is the victim versus like, say it's like some old guy. 
I I like the ones but where I, feel I like, can resonate. I feel I don't like know it's, why. it's it feels like it's more often women that are the victims yeah. regardless. Right. But maybe it is the whole idea that by listening to it I feel like I'm taking back my power by learning what to avoid maybe or like what to look out for. Yeah. And be more hyper aware of. I don't know. Me I mean like I kind of feel like that could be the case. I hope so. I mean, like, it's we're scary. Just, we're just trying to stay safe out here. I am. <laughs> I, so I, okay, this morning I'm having coffee with my parents and I went for a run yesterday out here on our roads, which are super rural. Like if I got kidnapped, no one would know. No one would see it. And I was talking to them about that and I was like, yeah, there's this like really creepy person in XYZ car that I've seen before and they live in this. Sorry, that was me driving past. Yeah, (laughs) I hope so. Oh my God, that would make me so much less anxious. But there is this man in a in a certain car that I've seen before, like when I'm running and he stops and he just comes to a dead halt and stares at me and he has black tinted windows so I guess I don't know if he's staring at me but I'm like what else is he doing stopping completely and just sitting there and this morning my parents were like yeah I remember a few years ago my mom was like I was looking at this sex offenders list of if we have any in the neighborhood and they're like yeah there's this one that lives up that driveway and I was like you're telling me now that a sex offender lives literally like a half a mile from our house and I'm running on these rural roads without anyone nearby things you don't want to hear over a cup of coffee in the morning no <laughs> especially in hindsight like after I've been running and freaked out by this this whole time you Steph's know gonna you're gonna start running in like turtleneck <laughs> yes I'm gonna literally have like a machete on my back oh, ready to go <laughs> I almost had a life alert around a your neck alert. my but mom would probably right. give me one of those my mom in college gave me these it was like a little button you push and it makes a really loud noise i'm like mom what is that gonna do honestly that was probably good good to have well i didn't use it ever but i didn't even bring it with me. if you were in a situation where you thought you were in danger but what's a loud someone tried to grab you it would like catch other people's attention i think the loud i'm so sensitive to sounds Mm. i think the sound would make me like throw up curl up into a ball and like have a seizure maybe and that would make w- the person go away maybe <laughs> they'd be like what is wrong with this girl mind with this one <laughs> they run the other Moving way on, not know, worth like, it okay you're crazier than i am that's so true i've n- i like don't know how to use mace i don't know how to use any of these self-defense weapons so i i mean like how hard man. is it to use mace I'm worried just about spray spraying it. it like accidentally. The thing, the thing, the paradox of all of this is like you want something that is fast that you can just use very quickly in a time of emergency, but you also want something that's intricate enough and hard to use so that you don't accidentally <laughs> deploy it when you're just like in lecture or, in or a driving. Or driving. Because what, you know what I mean? That's, it's so ironic to me. Yeah ironic or paradox I, don't, I always mix those up what is the difference i don't even know what a paradox is it's it's like when you have a billion choices for example dating apps it's like a paradox because you have a billion choices but you can't ever choose one because you have too many choices so it's like almost better that you would have less cho- options mm. because you would maybe actually choose one mm, gotcha does that make sense i think so okay speaking of dating apps have you ever used one no 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, maybe. She's so pure. Wait, have you or have you not? Jokingly. So, yes? I mean, not really. Okay, so she has. Um, anyway, I <laughs> I used Hinge for a long time. Oh, I know. About a month ago, I re-downloaded Hinge because I was like, you know what? I'm really missing intimacy and I want to start dating. And also my best friend started dating and I'm like, you know what? Maybe it is time for me to like put on the old heels and get back <laughs> out in the field, you know, like strap up, you know, someone slap my butt, get out on the field, get out there. The one thing I love about Bumble and Hinge is it gives me an opportunity to stay sharp and witty like Mm -hmm. i look at their page if they don't have something fun to go off of i don't message them i only message them if i can work with this if it says this isn't gonna work if you don't like working out i'm like you're boring everyone likes working out nowadays it's it's like not enough for me i need wit i need a sense of humor and so it's really fun to just see like what kind of jokes you can come up with but i feel like i'm at a, a point in my life now (laughs) i'm 26 where i i'm old i feel old but i feel like i'm wanting to start really dating i want intimacy and connection growing up no i i didn't realize that since my last long-term relationship that was three years ago and i haven't been in a relationship for three years which is actually wonderful because i've grown so much and gotten to like really learn things about myself and what i want but I think I'm just at that point where I'm like, yeah, the dating stuff in terms of like just for funsies is totally wearing off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you meet someone. It's just too stressful. I don't have time to be keeping up with a billion people. Like I want, I, I just want one person. Yeah. Of one person. And just like the intimacy. I, I love intimacy in, in friendships, in family. And that's why... I can see why people sometimes move back home to where their family is or they don't leave home. And before I was like, I don't get how anyone could ever do that, especially in Wisconsin. Like I hate the cold and I hate the weather and I hate that there's nothing to do. But I can see now why it's like you can have the most perfect city to live in, i.e. San Diego in terms of like the landscape, the beauty. But if you don't have intimacy and people that you really love and care about and those close deep friendships it is so meaningless it's empty it's so empty and i can't explain it and i always thought you know i'd see people move away from home and then they would move back to wisconsin and i'm like i don't know how you like what possessed you and now i'm like i get it because if you have everything but intimacy you have nothing this is very true. You know? I, the the word is intimacy is throwing me off here, though. Because you think of sex. Oh, well, I mean, just like, yeah. Okay, I don't know a better word. I don't... Cause I guess I'm I like, don't even know what the definition of intimacy it's is. It's like closeness. Yeah. It's like, it's like true feeling of comfort, closeness, and serenity around people. Okay, I totally made that up. I don't know what it means. But I think I'm it's like it the... Up. The comfortableness I think of it, being around people you don't feel like you have to 
try or yes. be a certain kind of way yes or it's like your authentic self yeah you don't feel like you have to go with the flow and be who everyone thinks you should be yes you can just be your own true self have you ever experienced a time when you felt like you had to be someone that you weren't um that's a great question or a relationship um honestly i don't know i've never really thought about it I feel like as long as I've known you, you have been very, you've felt very empowered and confident in who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really waver in terms of what you want. Mm-hmm. I respect that so much. Yeah. I would say my parents raised me to be a strong woman. That- you're, But even more so, you're like not, a lot of people have you know, they say one thing and then their actions speak another way. I feel like you live very congruently with what you say. Yeah. You know, like you're very, you just know who you are. Mm-hmm. And how did you do that? Oh my God, I wish I knew. asking for a friend, taking <laughs> myself. <laughs> I wish I knew. Like, I just feel like I'm comfortable with who I am as a person and I'm good by myself. Um, but I think that a lot of people aren't necessarily yeah like comfortable with themselves and a lot of people just try to rush into things and Mm -hmm. they gotta first love themselves yeah even though there's some days where i'm like you're a fat piece of crap no i know but like (laughs) i know well everyone gets that yeah yeah but i feel like even with i i don't know maybe it's like an ego thing like i'm like i know i'm worth more like i need to I need to achieve X, Y, Z. And maybe it's that I define my identity, like I define myself with the things that I achieve instead of just the fact that I exist. Like I'm I'm always thinking that I need to do, do, do X, Y, Z to be worthy to myself mm-hmm. instead of just like, no, like you're just here for a good time, not a long time and enjoy it. You know, like I, I, yeah. I always define myself by my achievements and mm-hmm. what it looks like to other people, which is exhausting yeah i think that's the whole of it like i feel like the little things are what mean the most they do and then when you see the bigger things all the time you need more and more to feel fulfilled and i think like when i lived in wisconsin i would look forward to waking up to a cup of coffee every morning Mm -hmm. i would look forward to just that in and of itself and like hanging out with my dad in the morning, having a cup of coffee at the cabin, reading a little bit of a book, um, going for a walk and listening to music. And then I moved to California and I don't really feel that joy from the little things ever. Like I don't feel that excitement for my cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. I. But is it because you're missing people around you be. or is it just like there's so much more going on? I wonder that too. I when I moved there, I was going on yachts every weekend, and I was going First to these off, mansion you, parties. How do you get on yachts? I don't you just know. like show up and you're like, "Let me on your yacht." Stumble upon a yacht, <laughs> you just and trip. <laughs> I tripped onto a yacht, and I was stuck there for a few hours. Mm-hmm. And I think I was exposed to so much stuff that, and it, at the time, I was like, "This is so cool." Out there living like, your best life. My life, life. is living. I'm living my best. And I kept getting these messages like, you're living your best life. And I definitely sent her it, a few of those. Yeah. I, but, <laughs> I, but it made me think I was. And it was such a false sense of happiness. I was like, 
can you shut the fuck <laughs> up? I'm recording a podcast. Um, it was such a false sense of happiness. And looking back, I realized I spent so much of my time distracting myself. It wasn't happiness. It was distraction. It was like, how busy can I stay? What is like, what's the most I can possibly do? And I don't regret any of that. It taught me such a lesson. But I think when that honeymoon phase wore off, reality set in. And it was like, none of this stuff matters. And like, it's just exhausting. It is. To try to keep doing it. It is. Because if you don't keep doing it, you feel guilt. You feel like you can't really get that same joy from anything that's less than. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's true. Like, in terms of the brain the more dopamine hit you get from something, more money, more things, bigger house, the larger of those things, the more of those things that you need to feel the same level of dopamine hit. So it's not just like a bunch of foo-foo. It's real. But when the honeymoon wore off, I felt way worse. It was kind of like coming down from a drug. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you had this idea that you were living your best life and then all of a sudden reality sets in. You're like, none of these people really live congruently with what I find important and I'm not enjoying myself. I'm, I thought I was because everyone else around me seemingly is, but it's really a weird thing. And my friend Hannah and I call it a simulation because it just, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel real. Like when there's just play, play, play and the perfect world and the perfect weather and the perfect everything, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like real life. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Know. I think it's the simple things and like waking up it to is. a cup of coffee and sitting on a porch. No, it really like is. is the goal. Like, I mean, feeling it's that true. level of happiness and comfortableness is the best. No, it's so true. I remember that feeling where I would get excited for that even just listening to a good song in the shower and like jamming out I used to get that from those things and now it's like I was so go 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 I was I wasn't ever just enjoying the small moments you know like I was just trying to constantly be doing you were just out there on yachts I was out there on yachts, stumbling on a yacht. Telling this to the girl who's never been on a yacht. You don't need to be, clearly. Nothing good happens on yachts. Nothing, no. So my first date in California was a guy saying, like, let's go on a sunset boat, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I love a boat. I'm down. Love a sunset. I love a sunset. Honestly, I, I didn't know sunset dates were a thing. You've changed my life with this realization. Yeah, I've. I mean, they're definitely so not the same here in Wisconsin. Oh, they're so beautiful. But like, so oh, beautiful. that sounds perfect. It was so perfect. But we, I met him at this. He's like, meet me at this dock or whatever. And then he's like, actually, this can is you where pick you get up? murdered. Right. Exactly. So I'm an <laughs> idiot, and I'm like going here alone. And he's like, actually, can you pick me up at my hotel? First off, this is why you tell someone where you're going and you put your location on for them. And also, so like, that can they we know just where talk you're about at? how in San Diego, you get asked on a date and they're like, can you actually scoop me? Like, what? No. Pick the girl up. Oh, so I go pick him up. It's not even remotely close did to where the dock a, is. Did he even have a car? No, he was. I didn't even oh, realize God. this at the time he was visiting Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, so we're going on a boat. You don't live here. 
awesome. So this is, I take full responsibility for how stupid this sounds. So I go pick him up. Was he good looking though? Not in person. Oh my gosh. How did you meet him? Dating app? Dating app. Okay. Bam. Steph, I'm, bam, I'm bam, feeling bam, a trend bam. here. Yep. Don't get it. Um. So I pick him up because, okay, when I moved there, I was like, I just want to meet people and not just be in my tiny studio alone all the time like i i was like even if they're men like they're people i need to be with people and make friends so i was like whatever screw it did he even if they're serial killers (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) i mean i feel like did he was this a date date though i thought it was so just wait oh no i pick him up but wait there's more there's more there's a lot more there's actually 20 more wait what we show up at the dock there's 20 girls from LA shut waiting up and it's me him and 20 girls from Was LA. it like an episode of The Bachelor? Like Basically, you're all coming here to fight getting for me. Punked, except <laughs> he wasn't cute. It was all a lie and I thought it was going to be a date. And, and you had to pick him up. Yep. So, we get on the boat. I'm already regretting. I'm like how do I get off the boat? Do I swim away? There's sharks in there. And he turns to me at one point and he goes, isn't this a great first date? <laughs> I wish you could see my face right now. So did he know the other girls? He knew them through Instagram, you know, just. So he asked them all to come too? Yeah. You know what? You know and what's he called even it more date? sad is that they all wanted to go. I think they knew what it was for me. I thought it was a date. Oh my God. Okay. So then I, I'll, I won't like keep blabbing about this, but the worst part about it was I got off the boat. He was going to take them all to dinner. I'm like, what <laughs> is this? Like, it's what, like a buffet. What kind of dating is this in California? You go on a date with 20 other girls and one dude? No. So we get off the boat. I'm like, I'm actually just going to go home and cook dinner because I, as much as people think I'm an extrovert, I'm an introvert. I, after two hours with people, I'm like, I need to go home. I need to like eat. I need to be alone. And so I go home and I get a call from him and he's like, you have my wallet. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I definitely don't have your wallet. So did, like, yeah, I gave it to you to put it in your purse. Oh no. And I'm like, yes. And I remember literally like right before we got off the boat, I was like, here's your wallet. I I know I gave it to him. And so he's calling Were me. Were you drunk? He was hammered. Mm. And he was accusing me of stealing his wallet. Oh, I was like, I know you need your wallet to pay for 20 different girls dinners at the most expensive steakhouse in San Diego, but I don't have your wallet. And I got four more calls from him. He was just like, you have my wallet, you have my wallet. And I'm like, I don't have your wallet. And then he changed it to, you have my credit card. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have your credit card. And he found it the next day. He had left it on the boat. But it was just like. What a great first date. It was like intro to California 101. And I don't know. I'm just starting to give up on California people. And I can't generalize because I know yeah. that there's good people, but hard to find them. What do you feel like you find joy in? Like, what are some simple things that bring you joy every day? Because it can't be weather because we don't have that really here. I mean, we do have nice weather some days, which makes it all the greater. Yes. And I think that's what makes it good is it's not every day. It's not consistent. And like when yeah. you do get... A really nice day after it being 40 degrees. You really appreciate it. It's so true. And you just want to go outside and drink a beer. That's right. all you want to do. <laughs> but it's so interesting because I remember what that felt like to where those things were like so 
I can't, it's like a warm feeling mm-hmm. inside of you. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting type of feeling. Just what? to drive with your windows down. Yes. It's yes. So good. I know. I remember that too. Do but, you feel like you still have that now that you're here again for a little a good bit? Question, because it's kind of like, like is did it you me feel? Changed, did you feel it, any tingles inside of you yesterday? Any warmth? Um, I felt it. It's hard to say because I'm really struggling with my thyroid right now. So mm-hmm. my my hormones and my mind are a little out of whack right now. But like. I did feel a little bit, a little semblance this morning. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I feel like shit, but I'm going to play. I'm going to play some freaking beautiful music while I'm in the shower and I'm going to sing and I get to see Carly today and it's going to be a good day. And for a little bit, I was like, you know what? I felt that feeling, that warmth, that like simple joy feeling. And so yeah. I think it's there. I had to just desensitize myself from all the crap that I was seeing in this like in the simulation that I was living in. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like sometimes social media too can make everything, can make your world seem like it's so, so true, like different and not good enough. Yep. And I think I wish I could just like take my f- phone and throw it out a window and not look at it for yeah. a week and see how I would feel. I think it's gotten progressively worse. Even in the last two years, like when I was living here, I, I knew I wanted to move and experience a new city, but I was still equally as happy. And I think it was because I wasn't posting every single thing I did. And then when I moved to California, it's very much in the culture to post everywhere you go to eat, everything you go to do, every hike you go on, every coffee you get, every workout you do. And I started feeling like that is what you have to do like that's normal that's if you want to ever grow your business or grow what you want to do which kind of is true but none of that makes you feel the joy that you feel from real life experiences and if you're like thinking so much about sharing them you're not actually living them yeah you're not enjoying it while it happens Mm -hmm. it's more of like everyday look what I'm doing you're like halfway there you feel like you have to prove yourself yeah everyone else like yeah that you're going and doing things yeah and it's like if you're trying to prove that are you actually enjoying it the question of the day the harder we try to prove (laughs) things I feel like the more we're admitting that we're not experiencing that but I don't know it's all just learning man we're all just in a simulation we're all in a simulation and that's how i feel i just feel like the world's so different and it's it's hurts me a little bit (laughs) it hurts me yeah i think it's all about finding what makes you feel deep down happy are you happy yeah i think i'm happy yeah dogs make me happy see that's like what i miss those simple Mm -hmm. things you know if i didn't have dogs in my life i wouldn't be happy that's a lie don't say a contingency statement like that. You'd be happy. I know, but dogs make life worth living. Very biased, but. That's, I mean, they do like, I feel like take you outside honestly, of Honestly, I feel like how people feel when they look at a kid and they're like, wow, I love you so much. That's how I feel like when I look at my dog. And yeah, when I see I little puppies, that. I like feel like my ovaries are Just like. pumping. Pumping. Like, I know. I, it feels like not right, but. I'm like, you're I like, just want a puppy I feel so bad. plucky for dogs, not babies. 
Mm-hmm. I wish, but I also for that. babies too. You are. So, <laughs> I was gonna say honest. you're such a baby girl. I like wish so badly. I wish I, I could just have a, a baby of my own. Like, really? I'm like I. <laughs> but just like, just mine. Like yeah, nobody else. This is my baby. I <laughs> which is not healthy, but no, it was so funny. My mom, or no, 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 not my mom. My aunt yesterday was like, "Do you want kids stuff?" And I was like, "I want to want." kids oh no but i like we babysat my brother's baby all weekend and she is the cutest thing ever she's so freaking cute but i don't know like the screaming the crying and how much attention they need i barely have enough attention span for daily things i'm like the thought of having a child is so scary to me like you have to literally give all your attention to one thing. And that is so scary to me. Yeah. And I, mean, I want to want to be normal. I want to be a normal girl. That's like, oh my God, babies. I just, I don't know if I am. I mean, I feel like in this current day and age, like it is so much more okay to not want children. Yeah. And that's what's something really nice. But also it's very different when it's your own. It's what? Very different when it's your own child. A hundred percent. So my mom said this, she was the same way. And she's like, Steph, when it's your own kid, it's so different. And like my brother said the same thing too. It's a part of you. It's just like a part of you. And I, I want that feeling. I, and it's weird because I always say like when I'm a mother, I'm, and I like have images of like how I'm going to, you know, do certain things and, and how I'm going to parent certain ways when they're in high school and all this stuff. Oh God. You're like, (laughs) I know. I think so far ahead, but I'm like, I don't want to. They're, I'm going to think about them in high school. Nobody wants to think about that. But that's like when I want a child. I wish I could just skip to high school when they're, when they can reason and have like a conversation. In high school, they're bitches. But I want to have a conversation and I want to be able to like. You can have a conversation with a not high schooler. No, when they're little, they're boring to me. (laughs) Oh my God. See, that's my problem. I just get bored so fast. You're not going to get bored with your own child. I know. I don't think I would. And, and You like, just need to get knocked up and then I have do. to deal with then it. Then I don't have a choice. Like, and if surrender. You if you f- figure out that it's not for you, I will take the child. <laughs> I will take them and You know what it is? I think that is what scares me is like, this is not a toy you can return. <laughs> this is a commitment. And maybe it is that I'm afraid of commitment. I'm not afraid of relationship commitment because in terms of like, I have never cheated. I have never not been loyal. I put 110% into one person because I so rarely actually like someone like it's so rare but with children and moving and like cities I'm like so afraid of being trapped I have such a fear of being trapped Carly yeah I don't know if it's some trauma thing well and it's also like children are a lifelong commitment it's like a relationship it is the most important thing that you'd ever have to take care of Mm -hmm. and they rely solely on you maybe that's what i'm so afraid of is someone depending on me but that might be good yeah it would probably relieve a lot of anxiety about to go get artificially inseminated yeah (laughs) i'm gonna go freeze my eggs in case i'm like 50 by the time i actually find a husband i i think that is what scares me though is to be dependent on and even by like a significant other i think that's why after three years I still haven't really gotten into a serious relationship because I'm so afraid of I think I just don't have the energy to be dependent on right now because I'm like trying to figure out my next move but then it's like 
those things like having a dog or someone that does depend on you like a life that does depend on you even a freaking godforsaken plant i don't even have a plant you don't have a plant no what they're is wrong fake. with you they're all fake because i'm afraid they're gonna are die. you a real person? i'm not real i live in a simulation but i have fake plants <laughs> because then they can't die and i just i really do think i'm so afraid of something depending on me i think but you that could be the missing piece i should start with a plant Maybe i think you should fish. start with a plant but like get a low like yeah, low responsibility. Low responsibility plant, like a good snake low plant. Low maintenance plant. Like I have a snake plant in my office. Is it? And I don't like have a snake. A, you, you don't know what a snake plant is? No, I don't know plants. Oh I'm not a botanist. Go look it up. <laughs> Go look it up. I will. A snake plant is like super low maintenance. Like it's in my windowless office. I do have a plant light though. There's plants that don't need windows. I mean, I have a plant light for it. It does it's like some real. light. That's it is fake real light. That's fake light. I know, but it's still, I know, I feel guilty for my plants some days. I'm like, this dude is like raring for the sunshine and I'm oh. just keeping him trapped and oh. I feel guilty. Yeah, like you're not giving him real vitamin D. But like, I'll take him home maybe next week and give, give him, him a, a week couple weeks. vacation in the sun. And then throw him back in there and he's going to be depressed about life throw again. Back in the dungeon. I honestly, but I need, I need the plant in my office. It keeps my feel, spirits high. Does it? I, I think I it's just like looking at a plant. People are just like high when they say that shit. I'm how not high. How does a plant make you feel better? Like people have real plant. I'm like, how does that make you feel better? I get that it makes more oxygen, but I'm really curious. I don't know. I just like it. Like, Do you I like to feel see like you grow. feel life in your room eh. when you have a plant? I have like probably four plants in my bedroom right now, but I just like to watch them grow. Like I feel really, really proud. Yeah. It's like, yes, Maybe you go, you grow. Right, like you need I'm that. helping you do that. Yeah, I Maybe think that is good for I me. Think that'll make you feel good. Yeah. Which I, I don't know if I'll recommend a snake plant then because you won't see it grow as much as you would maybe some other plants. And you know, with my ADHD brain, I need instant gratification. Yes. <laughs> which um, is not good. No, but that's why maybe I should have it to train my brain that good things take time and I need to be patient. Yeah. I mean, I like watching my rattlesnake plant mm. because it got to this point where I was like, I am killing this thing and I don't know how I'm doing it. <laughs> and my problem is, is I just want to water. I just want to water the plants. Yeah. I want to care for them. And then I'm watering them too much. And so I have to tell myself, Carly, you only water your plants on Saturdays. See, I just, I can barely. I killed succulents because I overwatered them. <laughs> I like can't me. be trusted. You can't do something. You either do something 0% or 700%. Like I'm yeah. never, I can't ever have moderation. <laughs> well, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I mean. I love how random this was. Whether this is an orange or a grapefruit. We, Would you like to see a picture of my esophagus? 